Hello, everybody, and welcome to Showhoppers, The Last of Us, Season 1, Episode 9, Look for the Light. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher for the season finale, Mr. Sal. There's no halfway with this, Kurt. We finished what we started. Uh, I mean, if you want to. If you want to finish it, we'll finish it, but I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool with dropping it here, Mr. Sal. We can go live with Tommy. <laughs> we, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, Jefferson's pretty nice. <laughs> it is kind of. I did say that. I I, that. I said that back in episode like what seven? Whatever. Well, I was Joel that. saying it. Joel said, "Listen, that's a pretty nice." Place yeah, I know. There. I was like, "Why is why is nobody saying this?" Well, <laughs> while Joel was there, he's kind of. It looked like he was kind of down on the place. Mm-hmm. But probably all the you know all his little complex emotions. But in either case, Michelle, we're yes. here at the finale. We are. I mean, this is it. Before we can really talk much more about it. Actually, before we do even what you're about to say, uh, I do want to make sure that I I say this because this has nothing to do with this episode. I made this decision before I watched this episode, okay? But I am going to retcon last week's rating to a nine um, because I really loved so much of what that episode had to say and what it was doing. In In what way? Like what, what, uh, like, like the 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 vibes the, of it, the, the yeah the villainization of the cult, uh the 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 villainization of theocracy in general, uh, the 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 way that this charismatic guy can suck people in, uh the the way that Ellie uh, has to go through that and is going to be completely traumatized. Now that comes into play in this future episode but i thought about this before watching this episode so like I, I there was like it was so it was themed like exactly the way like if, if that had been an episode of like the leftovers i would have loved it you know what i mean like it's it, it's because it was exactly the things that i that i like to see um i i still do have those re- the those logistical issues with like oh someone the, no one saw him leaving so what Big one. Yeah, <laughs> and joel just like superman joel having just kicked on death, death's door but you know, like that stuff still bothers me and still like it, but i it's forgivable enough because the content is so good i just just thinking about the conversations that david and ellie have together like if, if it was just if the whole episode was just those conversations, it would have been like an eleven out of ten. So I like I I've got to I've got to bump that up to a nine. I, I still am going to ding it a little bit because of the logistical stuff, but um, yeah, I, 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 it's not it's not an eight. So I, that's why I did bump up that to a nine. I'm glad you reconned it up. I already already waxed lyrical about that episode, but I did really enjoy just. The, how they changed David from the games, which is making him more of a cult leader, and just I, I still I was talking to some other you know friends and people I know that have seen the series about David might have been better for his community than liability, which is a really yeah weird I, I still say. very much disagree with that. But listen, other people have agreed with me on this, but it's it's definitely it's a murky. Oh, you're area. a you're a very know. charismatic, persuasive guy, Kurt. I'm a like they don't persuasive guy. They don't they don't know you like I know you. <laughs> what do you mean? What, what does that mean? <laughs> it's not like ulterior motives here. I'm not trying to. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. I I mean, the, you're you're gonna you're. It's easier for you to suck them in than it is for yeah. you to suck me in. All right. So, okay. anyway, but but no, I, I I get that, and I think that listening to us discuss that actually is part of 
why I like the episode more. So okay, good. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad that I perhaps suckered you into giving it a nine because I totally <laughs> do not deserve a nine. <laughs> that was a terrible episode. Shock. <laughs> the, the, the terrible episode that you gave a ten to. Yeah. yeah okay. That was a, no, no, it was a lovely episode. But in either case, let's talk about this episode and let's look okay. at our ratings. Rating. The final guess. We've been in big disagreements these last episodes. <laughs> that have ended up being not so disagree- much disagreement. From my end, you you dig your heels in, but I have not dug my heels in. <laughs> well, then, maybe one of us is right and one of us is wrong. <laughs> okay. But, oh, what do you feel about this episode? Well, I think you like seeing the Anna stuff in the beginning. There's not really a big infected fight. I don't think you even predicted that did you i did say that there that actually i'm pretty sure i said that this would be primarily joel ellie and the infected which i was wrong about yeah so so i I think you're happy about that because i don't think that's really your favorite part of the episode you know the series nor is it really mine there's one infected fight for anna in the beginning but i I think you were all right with this i think you like the anna sequence i think you love joel and ellie's kind of conversation as they have been flow seeing the drafts um and then obviously the whole dilemma that comes with them arriving to the fireflies and i i i don't think you expected it i think it's a twist ending that no one really expects coming so i think and i think you liked it so i think you gave it a 10 i think you're happy with the way this season ended maybe give okay it a nine. maybe give it a nine maybe maybe, maybe you have issues i'm gonna say you gave it a nine you seem to have a lot of issues with great <laughs> things in this series okay. all right I have issues with great things in the series. Okay. Just like that. So hopefully, hopefully you working. just tipped your hand because I'm going all in on this. Like if if I'm wrong about this, I'm going to sound like such an idiot. So yeah. I have I cannot wait to guess a ten for you on this. I, I've been like I've never been more sure that you've given something a ten ever. Like this is like I when I, I know that I know the Anna scene in the beginning there is not in the game that's something they created for the show yeah, yeah and i think that you were so excited about that and you just think it's amazing that you get to understand why ellie is immune to the to the to the fungus and i think uh i, I don't know if you knew it at the time but retrospectively you find out if you listen to the interviews afterwards that that is the original ellie playing anna playing ellie's mom so I think that was added a whole level of excited excitement for you. Um, I think as I was watching it, <laughs> the the Joel shoots up the hospital scene. I was like, oh, my God, Kurt probably needs a new pair of pants after watching this. <laughs> like, he... What is that supposed to mean? You're not enjoying it yourself. You're too busy going, Kurt probably loves this. <laughs> i'm like oh my god this is probably his favorite scene in anything ever so spoiler i'm guessing that is your favorite scene uh but so yeah i'm I'm not a big action (laughs) no but it's not the action part that's the moral dilemma you probably i'm sure in the video game you play i'm watching this i'm like this is the biggest video game scene i've ever seen in it is i know i think think you've griped with that scene like this is like i I feel like i'm playing a video game right now (laughs) so that that is a huge video game scene yeah so i was like uh this is uh, so yeah so 10 for you 
I did give it a ten. <laughs> Thank God, I did, I did give it a ten. I mean, I recommended this you... for a reason. This this episode, yeah. besides the Annabelle, I, I think I might have noted one other difference. It's basically, oh yeah, there is one big other difference. It's basically this whole episode is almost the exact copy of what happens in the games, plus the Anna, plus one other thing, and yeah. So there you go. And yeah, I did enjoy it. There's a reason I wanted to watch this series. I think the game is a really good ending. And I've heard so, that from other people who played the game that the ending is like jaw on the floor. Wow. It's very profound. Like, I mean, yeah. well, you can talk. Well, first, I want to see what your what, what did you rate it? All right, so I don't have really any issues with with this episode, um, but I'm not going to give it a ten because it does it did not do nearly to me what the three episodes that I did give a ten did to me. Like I, I did. I had almost no emotional response to this episode. Really, you had yeah. no emotional response. Yeah, <laughs> and I do think that. And I, I, to, uh, to be fair, I think that the reason I had almost no response, emotional response to this episode, is because of two episodes that I gave a ten to. That you thought that you felt. I, I, I will admit this. Like, in this episode, I don't feel as sad for Ellie or Joel. Yeah. Throughout it, that I have in other episodes or for other mm-hmm. characters, but it's just. I mean, yes, I love that dilemma. <laughs> I <laughs> that know. Quandary, and especially the lens by which you look at Joel, because right? you know he's done bad things. And because mm-hmm. in your brain, it's like Joel's just this really good guy who cares a lot about Ellie. He's a good person. But then you, you look at what he's done now, right? Mm-hmm. And just, I mean, I've said it multiple times already, but he's a monster. And he kind of, yeah, he does, he does very, so, uh, very monster like so things here. I want to talk about which side of the quandary you come down on but i think i know but 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 i don't want to do that yet because i I do want to clarify my statement though like Mm -hmm. i I don't think that um long 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 time or left behind ruined me on emotional responses Mm -hmm. although in a way they kind of did because i i don't it was so hard to elicit those responses out of me for anything yeah. oh well except for endurance survive but endurance survive is a is a different category and i'm going to tell you why because i don't think that i don't give this a 10 because of endurance survive i think i get the complaint that people had about long long time and left behind better now because if those two episodes had been used instead of for backstory or for characters that we only meet for the one episode if it had been used to further expand Joel and Ellie's relationship, I think I would have had a bigger emotional response to this now. Because I you know, I read a review of this episode, and I like the way they phrased it, because it's kind of what I've been thinking for the whole series. Mm-hmm. That the, this, the emotional end of this series is barely earned. Um, they, they use the expression barely earned, and I because there just hasn't been enough development of the relationship between Joel and Ellie. It was my complaint for Ken. That was my complaint yeah. for Ken. I was like, well, how has the relationship gotten to this point? But mm-hmm. I think it, I think it cost them in the, in the long run to have those two episodes that just really didn't do much of anything for that relationship. And uh, I'm not, I'm not disappointed that they did it because I I love those episodes. Like the, the, I, I can't imagine that I would have been as into the series without those episodes. 
Maybe the series should have been like two episodes longer, though. They could have made it longer. There's a big complaint of people saying they kind of rush things along. Right. Specifically, I assume the relationship between Joel and Ellie. Yeah. 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 So, so anyway, I did not have the emotional response to this episode that I had to endure and survive a long, long time and left behind. And knowing that the series is capable of giving me that emotional response, I can't possibly give this the same rating that I give those episodes. So I give it a nine. That's fair. I, and I, I don't think it elicits the same responses either. Like I, I didn't feel the, that, that way either. I was not near tearful whatsoever during this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got uh, that prediction wrong too. I did not cry. <laughs> you did not cry either. Yeah, but I yeah, but I do love the moral quandary. I it's just morally it's a... gray characters are great. We, you know, we both love yeah. characters that are gray. Joel is a great example of a great character. He has been throughout. This just kind of takes the needle and really puts it in one direction. Of y- you can't really you can defend what he does, okay? And people come down on both sides of it, but. I feel like no matter how you come down, you have to admit that Joel is a bad person. I think, like you, no, you I, I, I don't, person. I don't have to admit that. Yeah. Oh, so I think I know where you come down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably the opposite side of you. But yeah. um, it's, it, you know, I, I think, and this is going to sound, well, I don't, I don't want to have the discussion yet unless you're ready to have that discussion. We about the discussion. The decision yeah. he makes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, so I've already tipped my hand here. Yeah. Like, given. Here's, and this is where it's a little difficult because this is not his daughter, right? Like I try to put myself in his situation and I can't imagine myself not doing what he did or dying trying. I, I with my own. So, you know, speaking as a parent now, this is, this congratulations. Is, oh, thank you very much. So <laughs> this is a show hoppers thing folks, by the way, you didn't notice the, the whole as a parent thing. Anyway, um, like if this is, if this is my own kid, I'm going to do everything in my power to get them out of there. I don't care about the rest of the world because the rest of the world is not what I've been tasked with my purpose being. My purpose is keeping my kids safe. And so I'm going to do exactly what Joel did. I won't do what exactly what Joel did because I will definitely you won't die. Be that skilled. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely die on the way. But, um, but I'd, rather, I'd, I'd rather die knowing that I tried to do everything I could than just walk away saying, well, you know, at least everybody else will have a vaccine now. I don't have my kid anymore, but oh, well, like I, I, I can't do it. So I can agree with that notion, except there's the one there's one wrinkle that they put in it that I that that puts me the other way, which is I would completely agree with you. But it's the fact that Ellie yeah. would want it. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the only difference. <laughs> exactly that, that right. Ellie, Ellie wants to sacrifice herself and is it really your place to to get in the way of that? Now, yes, you could argue that Ellie is young, but from episode two, a test told Ellie that she's going to have to treat her like an adult. She's going to have to talk to her like an adult. And Joel has kind of treated her as such. I think what Ellie has gone through, she probably has the right to make this decision if she show, so wishes to. And she does, or her wishes are known to Joel and Marlene. But, okay, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm as clear on that point as you are. But why do you think her wishes are known to Joel and Marlene? She 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 wants to go to the Fireflies, you know, this hospital, and she wants to help for getting a cure. Okay, she wants to yeah, be could, part of this. But does she know? Does she have all the information though? Like, does she does she know that she's going to have to die in order to make this happen? I think she's fine with that. 
And I, if I she's also, not fine I with it, think. and if she's not fine with it, you could ask her. You could Listen, try and I, ask her. I also think she's fine with it. And I also think that if you said, oh, you're going to have to die, but it'll cure humanity, she would do it. I, mm-hmm. I totally agree. But if Marlene didn't tell her that she's going to have to die in order to make this happen, then I think she's the bigger monster than Joel. Mm, see, now, even even that, though, cause look at it from like the look at like from a, from a zoomed out perspective. Right. It's just it's the price of one girl for potentially a cure to save people in the future. And obviously, this doesn't like this doesn't fix humanity. Right. And that's Joel's argument, probably. <laughs> that, yeah. You, you know. Look how far humanity's gone now. People have been oh, a yeah. bigger issue for them than infected. Like it's yeah, not even even if even if there's a cure for cordyceps, like how do you get back to civilization now? And maybe you don't, but less people might die from cordyceps. Okay. The, the notion I don't even the way Joel goes about killing all those people is at times overly cruel or needlessly. Now that's kind of hard to debate because you know he doesn't want to die like yeah the person put their gun down and Joel kills him anyway but well, as soon as he walks away the exactly guy's gonna yeah, up, so. exactly <laughs> yeah yeah he's, he's gonna get shot in the back um he kills like the head surgeon it looks like but surgeon was you know basically a scalpel at him yeah, he didn't kill the the assistants <laughs> that but like that should be the metric though like oh but he left those people alive right he killed Marlene <laughs> and when she was not in a state to really kill him back, but oh, she would have killed his, him. But well, he cites his reason for killing her, which is she'd come looking. Which yeah, she probably. Which would. I mean, she's somebody's going to come looking anyway. This and, is and, not... and shouldn't she? Uh, yeah, absolutely fine. I guess. Uh, let me defend my point though that Marlene's a bigger monster than Joel. That if she didn't tell, if she didn't give all, Ellie all the information, like this is completely non-consensual. Then like, uh, it, it's it's Ellie's it's Ellie's life. And she can do with it what she wants. I, but, I get that. Oh, you finish your point. But she has to have the information. If you say to Ellie, you, you're probably going to die, but you'll save humanity, I believe Ellie will probably still do it. But she needs to have that choice. You've taken away her agency. You've taken away her choice. It's a very inhumane thing to do. I, I agree with you that what Marlene does, assuming, and I don't think she does tell Ellie either, that that is like inhumane and that is like a non-consensual thing to do but i don't think what joel does is better because he killed a bunch of people and because they did it they're not innocent and he equally does not give ellie a choice right in fact he rips away ellie's choice so i mean the ideal circumstance is they just let ellie give her a choice but they don't have that because neither of them are willing to do it joel willfully lies to her (laughs) does does it and covers it up so i that that is the bigger crime to me than what Joel did in the hospital. Is I, that Joel is that Joel lies to Ellie? I would say lying to Ellie makes makes this stuff worse, but I think um I think I think in totality what Marlene does is that she I, I believe did break Ellie's consent, but that's basically all she did. And Joel kidnapped did a lot more. she she kidnapped her. And well they were coming to her. It's kid it's kidnapping. It's 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 kidnapping and it's murder and, and and Joel, and she's innocent. She's completely innocent. Joel. Well, I mean, she didn't commit a crime. We're not saying we're not. Saying, okay, we she's, she, she's, she doesn't. She doesn't deserve death here. Okay, yeah, yeah. like Joel. What, what Joel does? It's unfortunate circumstance. He, ki- he kills a. 
he kills a bunch of guilty people. They kidnapped yeah. a girl and they're going to kill her. Yes, there's going to be a benefit to, to humanity for doing it, but they kidnapped his daughter and they're going to kill her. If I, I'm telling you right now, if I have the means and the ability to do what Joel did, they're all dead. Like it's, 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 you take my kid away from me, I'm going to kill you. If I have that means and opportunity. Yeah. What, so, if, your, like, what if your kid wanted to? But she didn't say what that. You, no, but would you lie to them afterward? No, oh, n- no, I would say they were going to kill you, and then it might lead to a, it might lead to my kid never wanting to talk to me again, and that's fine. I mean, it's not fine. I, I would not be fine with that. But, <laughs> but better, you'd prefer that. Than but that. but I, 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 it's a demonstration of love too. Like I would want my kid to know I love you this much. I killed these people. Like, like <laughs> you are so loved that that these people who want to hurt you. That's the ultimate trump card of love. Yeah, kill love so, me. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I kill. Right. Yeah. So uh, so. So I, I, and you're not going to get me off of this position no, either. That that to me, Marlene's the bigger monster, and I side with Joel here. Except until he lies to Ellie. Once he lies to Ellie, it's like, oh, you ruined everything. Now it, this is like you you have taken what <laughs> could have your high ground away from you. Yeah, well, not only the high ground, but the, probably his relationship with Ellie. Like you know, the, Druckmann and and Mason did say on the on the official podcast that. It, this is Ellie knowing full well that he's full of it. Yeah. yeah just yeah. accepting it because she wants to maintain the relationship. Just like Marlene in the first scene accepts that Anna cut the cord before she was bitten, <laughs> even though she knows she probably didn't. And so, uh, it, you know, and, and it's just, you know, it, it's accepting this lie from the person you love for the sake of maintaining the relationship. But now the relationship is founded on a lie. It's built on a lie. And how good can that relationship ever really be at this point? Ellie was already clearly traumatized and distancing herself from Joel to begin with. So now that she knows that, or I mean, unless she really is going to convince herself that it's true, which I just can't see happening. Um, yeah, you know, this relationship has uh, has poison at the center of it. Yeah, especially, especially with the big lie at the end. So, I mean, mm-hmm. where where do you think the relationship goes in season two, or what season two holds? I mean, we'll talk about that. At yeah, the end. But, but but also, so <laughs> just like I think, feel like Marlene, Marlene's the bigger monster for not giving out all the information. This is why I feel this this is this is why I feel like Joel. You can the support most... Joel, but you can't call Marlene a bigger monster than Joel. That's that's out of line. <laughs> no, I can, I, and I will. Like Marlene's not innocent. She's killed plenty I of innocent know. people. I'm not. I'm not saying she's innocent. But this she's this a series started with a pipe bomb, like that that she threw into a building, or, or well, people I working mean, Fedra, for her. Fedra ain't the best. You the, fine, Fedra. but Fedra wasn't in that room. So, so this is. So anyway, Marlene to me is the bigger monster, but this is why Joel's lie to me is the bigger crime than all the killing that he did in that scene. From from a famous uh, Hold on, let, 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 let me just finish that thought for, <laughs> for it's a bigger crime because both of them took away Ellie's own agency. But Marlene is more guilty. 
Well, Marlene did it first. <laughs> you, you are you gotta understand the cognitive dissonance here, right? I mean, to a certain extent, but like, I, and I and I I'm not I'm not unaware of the I don't know if it's irony, but the, the idea that I am right now illustrating the point that Mason and Druckmann are trying to make with this series <laughs> that love is both beautiful and awful at the same time I, but, listen, I, I will say this is where i expected you to land sure and i expected you to land yeah. on the other side so yeah, it's fair it's fair it's fair and i mean that's the whole point of it is that it, it, you, you can debate it but uh, yeah. but i will say this uh, and, and we'll revisit it if it ever happens if you ever have kids you come back and tell me you're not on joel's side and i'll i'll, you know, I'll buy you dinner if you if you come back and tell me <laughs> that you're not on joel's side well, well here here's what i'll say is joel had Sarah. Lost Sarah. Very sad. Got Ellie. If he lost Ellie, eh, he's got he's gotten two so far. And now he's got a cure. <laughs> yeah, that is completely not what's going on inside his head. <laughs> no. It's not. It's not. And, and it should also be know that it's for a cure that I mean, who knows if it would even get a cure. Yeah, it's a chance at a it's cure. It's a chance at a cure. So that that's that's an important element too. Is that it might not, and I feel like probably wouldn't, but who knows? Not anything. So yeah, I mean that's that's certainly another element of this that you know. You, again, I think if they just both they they both think sat of, her down of, in a room, like all of this Sam, could be avoided. Think of Sam. Think of Sam. What about Sam? Imagine if Sam had this vaccine or whatever type of thing from Ellie. Sam would still okay. be around. Yeah, that's all true. Lots of, lots of people would still be around. Lots of people would still be around. <laughs> all the people, probably. Not all the people. <laughs> people will still die. Um, and infected could still rip you apart. I and I do I do also want to go back to like and only only because I just rewatched it last night. <laughs> or no, Sunday night, right before I, I started watching the finale. My wife came down and she was like, Oh, what you watching? I said, Oh, the last of us finale. And she was asking me some questions about it. And I said, well, you know, I, here, this will be easier. So I just showed her the very first scene from the first episode, mm-hmm. which was the, the talk show from like the 60s. <laughs> yeah. Right? And, and the epidemiologist does say, you know, if this if the fungus mutates and starts taking over humans, we can't kill it. There's no there's no way to kill it. We couldn't if we wanted to. So if that's if that's true. Then they were about to kill Ellie for nothing. Well, no, I think they couldn't, based on their current understanding of medicine, which is true. Like even even at, in episode two, when we see like Jakarta and the, the professional who knows a lot about fungi and knows a lot about cordyceps, goes, "Yeah, there's nothing we can do. Bomb the city because they they really don't yeah. have a cure for it at hand." But that's because they didn't have anyone that was immune, like Ellie. So <laughs> I I mean I, like I agree that what they were like they did say that because they didn't have a cure. That's why. It got to how bad it got to, but they might have with Ellie, possibly, potentially, probably, maybe, maybe not, maybe. probably. <laughs> All it would have probably. taken was the two of them sitting Ellie down in a room and saying, "What do you want to do?" No, yeah, no, I get that. That's a, I get that. That's a better um, outcome. What, what? How would you feel? How would you feel if Marlene had her own kid, and she had lost two of them to infected before, like they both got infected? And died. Does that change Marlene's stance at all? 
No, she still no. took away Ellie's agency. I mean, Joel had a kid well, that died, not for her kid. not due to cordyceps, but uh, oh, you you're saying she's got a kid who has it right now? Who's no, in that I don't want to say that. I know, I know. Yeah, that's why I don't want to say that. Yeah, that's why <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say that. But he's she's got a bad track record of people, her loved ones getting. Infected. So does Joel. He lost Tess. He 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 lost Sarah not to cordyceps, but because of cordyceps. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I don't think that's an excuse for anything. Same. I. What about Sam? He he was lost to cordyceps. Well, that's true. I don't think Joel was as close to Sam as Ellie was, though. <laughs> and Henry was kind of lost. Well, because Sam was lost. Right. Yeah. It, it's yes. It's a it's a uh, peripheral loss yeah. to cordyceps. Fine. But yeah, I I I, uh, I still wouldn't buy. I mean, really, what's interesting about this is you've basically had Ellie's two adoptive parents here arguing about whether or not to kill her. You did. You <laughs> did. It's really good. So, so that that is really cool. I, it's really cool stuff, honestly. The, I loved the opening scene. Did you like the opening scene? I did. I did. Same yeah, or I should say the opening two scenes because so there's... you in the game. I remember I looked it up after, like about this when because you do play as Ellie in the winter segment in in like your backpack and you go through and you have notes and I think you have a note from your mother or something that kind of. This was like already. I don't know if this was a rumor thing that her mother was bitten or how it's known but this has been known but it's never been shown okay uh, ellie's mother was bitten and that's why she has her immunity most likely but i don't know where i heard that from i don't thought we just like i, I mean the, the, no they said that there was a note okay uh, then, then it was okay then it is okay then it is what i'm thinking is then yeah when, when you're playing as ellie in like the winter segment you got like a notes in your backpack of papers because you kind of collect them throughout the game but these are different ones and one is kind of a, like i think it's a letter from her mother she does have a letter from her mother that much i know i don't know what the letter then, says then, but yeah I don't but it is known what the letter says as well because ashley johnson heard an interview with her on, on the podcast mm-hmm. and she said that in preparing for this role like she did read the letter wrote the letter put the letter in her pocket she had it with her while she was acting it out oh okay yeah. so she so she knows what the letter is so i mean did you know this was ashley johnson when no, not when I was watching it. I actually, okay. when I, while she was talking to Marlene, I was like, that voice is so familiar. <laughs> I'm like, what's familiar about this voice? I don't know what it, it was. The way she was screaming at first, before she was even talking to Marlene, she like just the basic noises of like, ah, like the infected. I'm like, this seems so familiar. What is this? And then at the end, during like the, the post credit stuff, and they talk about it. I'm like, oh, that yeah. is Ellie's voice. She sounds so much like Ellie from the games. She, I mean, she sounds just like her. Yes, she does. James, <laughs> James did not sound a lot like Joel when he was talking. Well, but... interestingly, Craig Mason said that uh, <laughs> on the podcast, he said that James, uh, I'm sorry, not James, uh, Troy Baker, the Troy actor Baker who played James, mm-hmm. said is the man of a thousand voices. Like he said, he's seen Troy Baker's work all over the place, lots of I different ones, and he never has the same voice. He said, but Ashley Johnson, that is just your voice. D- yeah. D- like your voice is so distinct, and and like that's just how I always hear you. So she she sounds just like Ellie from the games. Well, <laughs> like she like is Ellie from the games. Yeah, so. is yeah, her talking voice is the Ellie voice. So anyway, I I hope you go through. I maybe maybe I'll show you some, but some of the the scenes in the games because they are. I mean, you're basically just watching the show and some of these. <laughs> yeah, like, especially in this episode too. They a lot yeah. of it's just ripped right from the games. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. And, and actually, Craig Mason did mention like this. This episode is why he wanted to make this series because 
and he, he didn't have to do a whole lot of adapting in this episode because you know and actually the the story that of of the mother of anna is something that Druckmann had written uh, like w- well prior to to this series he had written oh. it as um he had written it as uh a short film i think he had written it as part of didn't he write comic books of, about this universe after I don't know if he did. Well, anyway, he he had written it for a couple different media, and it just never got produced or published. And when he said that he, he when he pitched this idea to Craig Mason, Craig Mason was like, "Oh my god, yes, we're doing that." So now they've got a season two. Well, Mr. Sal, do you want to discuss your favorite scenes? Yeah, I, I mean, I've already guessed yours. So there. Also, uh, Joel's jo- accent sequence of being I, well. All right. See, this is where I have to decide: is it is it is it current or modern day Kurt that wins, or is it thirteen year old Kurt that wins here? Because thirteen year old thirteen year old Kurt remembers this pretty well. Yeah, because if thirteen year old Kurt wins, then it's definitely Joel just shoots up the hospital. If current Kurt wins, uh, then it's mind for it's, for young thirteen year old Kurt. I, I do have to say that real <laughs> quick that just it's this guy I've been rooting for this whole time, and I'm like, wow, I'm the villain. <laughs> not the villain not the villain i'm the bad guy oh no oh my god i lied to the girl I okay fine yes yeah, so that, that's, that's the bad that's the villainous thing to do uh but no i, <laughs> I so, just can't believe in your head you wrapped the fact that the lie because i get the consensual thing but joe killed so many people like surely they, you but they signed up for it like they, they're carrying automatic weapons for a reason like they, they know get, this is a I risk get, i get that they know it's a risk but still he killed so many of them i i don't know how you justify that in your head. i i just explained lives. how i justify it. i know it's, it's they took job. his daughter from him his his job when look when you're a parent your your number one job no like whatever else you are or have been up to that point your number one job is the well-being of your kids like that that is and there's nothing else that's even close you know i was i've I've been a teacher for way longer than i've been a parent but i'm a parent first Mm -hmm. and 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 there was a shift in me as a teacher i could feel it once i had kids and i didn't want it to happen i didn't ask for it i didn't indulge it even i just i felt it like this is this, I, I am not the same person as a teacher anymore than I was before I had kids. So I don't know if it makes me a worse teacher or a better teacher. I think in a lot of ways it makes me worse and in a lot of ways it makes me better. But the, it's different for sure. Um, but anyway, so w- when you have kids, like that is top priority and nothing comes close. So for Joel to have his daughter taken away from him, and I, I know it's not his actual daughter. Yeah, but, it's fine. Yeah. But the implication here and the, what they're the, – point they're trying to make is that this is his daughter so you take his daughter away from him his number uh, number one above morals above uh, societal norms above anything is this is my daughter her well-being is my responsibility i can't live with myself if i don't at least try to keep her safe so i have a question i'm just curious i don't know how you're going to answer this? This is my curiosity. What if Marlene's answer changed to, "Oh, we've already killed, we've already killed her. We're just looting through her brain now." Does does that change? What, what, if Joel still does this, yeah, yes, that changes everything. Okay, 
yeah it changes everything she's already <laughs> gone then no you can't you don't do that you can't do this anymore yeah, okay, it, okay, okay. what good does it do like that's just revenge this is not revenge <laughs> this is not revenge if it was revenge i would condemn it this is not revenge this is this, this this is protection <laughs> like if you have the opportunity to do it right. and the yeah. means to do it you have to protect your kid like you know and the, the way that so in listening to, to Mason and Druckmann talk about this, it's like they are clearly they, they clearly come down on this. Mason more than Druckmann. Druckmann is much more ambiguous, which I appreciate. Mason is like clearly comes down on the side of Marlene, not Joel. <laughs> like <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Mason clearly comes down on the side of this. Uh, this love makes you do horrible things. Like, why is Ellie more important than the rest of I think of it's humanity? unequivocal. I think it's unequivocal, though. Love does make you do horrible things. Like, Joel did horrible things. You say yeah, justified, fine. do horrible things. Fine, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't disagree with that necessarily. But, uh, yes, you do things because you love people that you wouldn't do if you didn't love anybody. Absolutely. Uh, I would also argue that if you don't love anybody, you're more likely to do different horrible things. So, eh. Nah, I, I, I think that most school shootings do not come out of a place of love. Ah, that's, okay, all right, all right. So, anyway, uh, so th this is so I think you could already make that argument the other way too. So I don't necessarily appreciate Mason's perspective as much as I appreciate Druckmann's, but, <laughs> but and Druckmann does not come down on like he yeah, really. I, I I don't know which side he comes down on. But I know which side Mason comes down uh, which is interesting uh, because he's also a parent and he talks about his kids a lot. But anyway, um, <laughs> in disbelief, someone could have children. I, I, I am a little bit in disbelief. But so, so anyway, my point is that when he episode after episode after episode says, you know, love makes you do horrible things, you know, when when you. Why is this person's life? Why does this person's life uh, more valuable than that person's life? Well, because this is my person. And when he says it, he he really, I I hear him villainizing it. Now I don't know if he is or not. I have a feeling he is, but to me, I, I, here's the problem I have with it. Like my kids are my responsibility. Everybody else has either a responsibility that they have or someone that they are responsible to for mm -hmm. did i say that right so th so th hopefully they have people looking out for them i have the person i'm supposed to be looking out for is this one yeah so so i'm gonna look out for for this one because that's who i that's that's who i'm assigned to not assigned that's a it, terrible way to say it but no well, but, it, I, I guess another I, I get what you're saying like because they are they are basically father and daughter but one other aspect of it is just the the original like quest he was given right and it's not their fault that they kind of fell in love with each other in this you know daughter parent type of way mm -hmm. but she was just supposed to be cargo right she was just supposed to be a well, yeah. yeah oh incidentally <laughs> the previously on is like maybe the best previously on I've ever seen in a series. Well, I, I don't recall it. Oh, oh my god, it was, it was so good. It was just the fact that him calling her cargo or just showing. Well, oh, I mean that was in the there, but it was yeah. just like they went back through the whole series. It was um, yeah. it was amazing. It was really good. It was like a great summary of the whole series. It's good. It's good. Anyway, 
So I, now, uh, now I can't stop imagining. I'm, I'm not wishing this upon you, but just <laughs> one day, you're somehow put in some weird circumstance, the same Joel situation, and you in your head go, "I'm in the Joel situation." Then you go to turn around to get the gunmen, and then they shoot you dead. They would, and and I would be counting on it, honestly. But yeah. because I and, and here's here's like I, yeah, this is this sounds so hyperbolic and extreme, but I don't want to live in a world where somebody took my kid and killed them. I don't want to live in that no, world. So if I so if I die on the way to trying to save them, that's fine. No, all right. So. Well, I I would say I get it. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can really say I get it. Right. I understand. I understand what you're saying. Right. So anyway, um, but so I have to come down on a side here of 13 year old Kurt or current Kurt, and I'm gonna say current Kurt. Current Kurt wins this one. He didn't right. win. In uh, the last episode, which is oh. shocking, that is shocking. <laughs> Actually, That's no, because scene. because of oh. that, because oh. of that. Never That's mind. Thirteen-year-old Kurt wins again, and Joel Joel shooting up the hospital wins. I mean, that was fun shooting up those people in that game. <laughs> in the game. Oh, yeah. Well. Okay. Well. Anyway. So yes, I'm coming down on the side of thirteen-year-old Kurt. Joel shoots up the hospital. What did you say, man? See, I think. I'm trying to think. Like, I don't know if you. I, I don't know if you get upset at the fact that Joel lied to Ellie, or if you respect the fact that Joel lied to Ellie. So, there's so many different potential scenes. I think you might have named your favorite. I think when Joel admits he tried to kill himself, because you know it's a moment of vulnerability for him. But it's also the fact that I got this vibe. I don't know if you got this vibe that he's kind of doing it almost to manipulate her in a way. Just trying to. This is how much you mean to me. Maybe we stop here. Were those those weren't the same scene though? They're not. I've so I've I I, I yeah. This, I'm I'm choosing the one where um he and Missy tried to kill. What do you mean by not the same scene? The lying to uh, her or admitting so to so it's himself? it's he he tells her that he tried to kill himself. Mm-hmm. I I think it was after he suggests that they stick you're right. around. No, you're right. But I think the reason he says that is to is to kind of coax her to not to to not go any further like just just show how much you mean right. to him. okay because uh, because he's already said let's go to tommy yeah i think and... i think this 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 episode is an extremely selfish joel throughout the whole way okay from oh, up gosh. there he's trying to he's trying to I, I, listen i'll argue <laughs> it right from up there let's go back right him admitting that he killed himself well i let's i sympathize with the the way he goes about it, because she's walking forward, he just he spurts it out, and maybe it's because he, you know he really wants to talk about it, which I can get. You know, probably have a lot of complex emotions about it, but just I think it comes from a place of he, because he even tries to, he even explains the rationale as to what healed it, which was Ellie, basically, right? You're the one that fixed me. Just letting you know that that's and that's the scene thing. that you're talking about. Yeah, that's what right? I'm saying for you. I think that's okay. your favorite scene. Okay, Joel admitting, Joel admitting that he tried to kill himself. Is that correct? You got me wrong because that's what I guessed. <laughs> Joel admitted he tried. To kill really? Himself. You got, yeah. really? You yeah. picked that scene? <laughs> yeah. Why? I'm just shocked that it wasn't something involving Marlene <laughs> or or Fed, I'm sorry, the Fireflies in general. No, no, no. It's that one. I thought about doing one of the Marlene ones. Which one did you do? Wow. Um, I picked the scene right before. I actually the the draft. Oh, the draft one. Okay, yeah, draft one's an iconic one. The draft, yeah, iconic one. So the draft. So I'll tell the draft one is basically straight out of the game. Um, the Joel admitting to 
trying to kill himself is not in the game. That's probably the only other addition in this episode. Oh, wow. Okay. That's not in the game. Uh, they, they walk past a similar like thing, but when they get to that point, back in Jefferson, Tommy showed um, Joel a picture of him, Joel and Sarah together, and showed him this photo, offered it to Joel. Joel didn't keep it, and in some way or another, Ellie gets a hold of the photo, and she held on to it, and they kind of talk about Sarah a bit here, and Joel kind of, you know, misses her, and Ellie shows him this photo, and it's a little sweet, and that's about it. But there's nothing about him trying to commit suicide or any any topic like that. Um, it's actually, I, I went back and I Googled it, because I was curious if this was ever at all mentioned in the games, and I just missed it. It's never mentioned in the game that Joel, like, tried to commit suicide. I found, like, a few fan theories on forums, but they don't really have anything confirming it. It's just them basing it off some other stuff. So some people did kind of theorize it, but I the game's like it's it's not in the game. Like it's not con- like canonical until this that he did try to kill himself. So but so I wasn't expecting it number one. But number two is I love it because it's it's Joel kind of being he's exposing his feelings, but I think it's manipulation because I for me going into this episode, remembering the game is a kind of a selfish Joel. Which is fine because he, he wants to keep Ellie. Like I but I think it is stem from selfishness. And this to me is both him being open, but I, I think a form of manipulation. And I, I thought it was, I thought it was really good. I liked it a lot. So there you go. Wow. You have a really cynical view of Joel in this episode. I, I, well, a, I like Joel. A much more benevolent view of Joel in this episode. Because <laughs> 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 I picked the draft scene for almost exactly the opposite reason that you picked that scene. Um, and I also disagree with you, by the way, that that, that this is manipulation. Uh, I, think I think that... I, I think I, I can see why you why you say that, um, but I, 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 I we got to back up. up why bring it up now? Well, I'm going to tell you why actually. Okay, That's okay. A, oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. so the reason I and this is the reason I picked my favorite scene actually. So it, it segues nicely. Yeah. Uh, so my favorite scene is the scene with the giraffes, because everything up to this point in the episode has been very. Um, I mean, Ellie's clearly one like, way. <laughs> Well, right. I mean, it's just so they, they flip places, right? Joel, Joel couldn't get Ellie to shut up, and now Ellie can't get Joel to shut up. And Ellie's clearly been traumatized by what happened uh, with David. Um, she, I guess this is a month later, which I had that question. I wish there was something a little more clear to indicate that this was a month later, but it was a month later. Um, and uh, a month afterwards, she's withdrawn she's distant she's not jovial she's not her normal um uh, upbeat energetic self she's not she's she's just different she's she's a different person now she's clearly suffering from ptsd um and not even chef boyardee can cheer her up so, <laughs> or which, boggle or bo- well i mean she didn't know boggle so but she knows chef boyardee it's gotta be product placement <laughs> <laughs> i am convinced it's product placement that's fine i don't have any problem with product placement. Yeah, so, product but placement. i mean product uh, chef boyardee makes me happy too so <laughs> but <laughs> but not ellie here so that's i i think that's a, a clear I, indicator like i know that's... i didn't think she was unhappy until the chef boyardee thing came up and then, wow <laughs> this is serious <laughs> but everything everything leading up to that giraffe scene is just pure melancholy it's just screams of ptsd and depression and it's 
and it's if you think about Joel as her parent, which we're supposed to do, even though yeah, I don't think yeah. they necessarily earned that. If you think about Joel as her parent, that is heartbreaking to watch your kid go through something like that, to know that you, that your kid might never be the kid that, that you have always known and loved and who's always loved you because if that can change, maybe they don't love you anymore. Maybe they don't need you anymore. Maybe they don't feel loved by you. That's like the biggest fear. It's not the, the lack of them loving you. It's do they not feel my love anymore? Um, because all at the end of at the end of the day, all you can really do for your kids is make them feel loved. I, you know, academically and athletically and all the other stuff, they they're, they're going to do what they do. Where you can really make a difference as a parent is making them feel loved. And when they're in this situation that Ellie's in, it's as though it's it's not working. You can't do it. Not even Chef Boyardee can do. It. I know it sounds trite and silly, and, <laughs> but but not even Chef Boyardee can do it. Um, and, and that's, that's a big deal. So when they get up to, when they get to the giraffes and she starts laughing and smiling and I wasn't even looking at the giraffes or Ellie, I'm looking at Joel and just seeing the joy on his face that, oh my God, my kid might be okay after all. Like that she's, she's still in there. She can still feel joy. It's still a possibility for her because it, up to that point, it looked like the possibility of joy in her life had been stripped from her. And she, she was not an option anymore. So seeing that was was just a it was beautiful. And then that's a that's the scene where he says, you know, we could go stay with Tommy, right? Yeah, yeah, where he gives the, yeah. the offer. Which to me is like well, I don't know why you didn't do that to begin with. I, I said it back in Ken. I said, oh, why don't you just stay here? You know, you, the two of you obviously need each other more than you need this mission. Uh, so why not just do it? But, um, you know, this is my small-mindedness and, and, and lack of wide view. So anyway. Oh, well, yeah, Ellie wants but, to finish the mission. Yeah. So that's her choice. all of that leads me up to countering your point about yeah, joel being what, selfish because right now it still seems to me joel's selfish right now but it's for it's for ellie though it's not it's not for himself it's so the, the draft so, talking about, so the draft board i agree is not selfish there i mean that's just i i, I agree with how you feel in the scene that you know ellie is traumatized and mm -hmm. we finally get to see old ellie right there so like that yeah i agree with you for the draft portion of it but when they're talking up there and he refers to Jefferson. I think it's a place of selfishness. So there, there may be an element of uh, I don't want to lose you, and I'm afraid that I will if we try to go to this hospital. That is basically I, the way it lines out. That we the, ran into danger every step of the way. So yeah, right, right, right. But there's also this under this. I I think that the, a much heavier underlying theme of she she can't be happy. I can't. There's nothing I can do to help her. Like she has been wounded to a point where I'm worried that she can't be happy. It's about her. It's not about me. They're Joel. It's it's about her. Um, and this could actually do it. We could go back. I think she loves me. You know, I, she everything she's done up to this point indicates that she ha she does. Like we could go back and just be happy there, as opposed to more probable trauma coming ahead it's not so much about he wants to settle down and be happy as a sheep farmer with ellie it's more about i don't want to subject this poor kid to any more trauma look what that trauma did to her and now we're going to push through and, and probably subject her to more i i 
can't do that. Uh, but then later where, where he tells her about the suicide, you're, you're probably not wrong that that is, is kind of a, I, I'm not going to use the term manipulation, but it, that it is a hope that opening up to her will get her to just stay. And, and is it Jefferson or Jackson? I thought it was Jackson, but it might be Jackson. So, I, I, okay. Yeah, anyway. Um, so there's probably some hope there about that, but I don't think it's a manipulation. I think that up to this point, Ellie has had an interest in him and in his, where he comes from and his background. She's asked questions about him and he's refused to open up. Mm-hmm. And he wants to make sure that she knows that he's willing to now. He's talking about Sarah. He's 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 talking about his past. This is a, this is like the first rule, right? We don't ask each other about mm-hmm. our past. He's breaking that for himself so that she can see that he's he's willing to be that. Like he's it's almost like he's extending the invitation. Like I am willing to be what you need me to be. If that's what you want, and he's, he's trying to convince her. No, I don't think it's convincing. I th- I think it's just making sure that she knows that she does mean to him what he has meant to her, which she's clearly told him. You know, everybody effing except for you. She she's just said it to him. He knows what he means to her. I'm not sure that she ever knew what she meant to him. And so in this scene, where he's extending the invitation, like I will be that. I can be that for you if that's what you want me to be. I, I don't. I I I think it's still about her choice and her free will. It's not about him manipulating her. I think it's about him just making sure that she knows that he, that, that he does care for her. If that makes a I, difference, I I can agree with that outlook. the the only The only reason I think it's more from a place of selfishness is just the timing of it all. You know, it's it's it's. You haven't convinced me. I see. I see what you're saying. I don't think and I'm going to convince you. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going to convince you either. Like, I think well, it's I mean, a fair interpretation. Like, I, like all, it all makes all, sense. All I see in this episode from Joel is someone who is a father and it's <laughs> important to him, <laughs> and 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 who wants to make sure that his daughter uh, has a chance at happiness and feels loved by him because that's all oh, he can do. So oh, uh, until, he her, until he lies, until he lies, that's a different. That, that everything yeah. changes everything, but. But then why can't we talk about that? The fact that he lies to I because listen, the fact that he's willing to lie, I think just highlights how I think it all comes from a point of selfishness. Like because it's what well, he wants. I th- I think that there's a and turning point there. Okay, okay, I think there's okay, uh, that's fair. If you want to say like he kind of I think once he has the conversation with Marlene, it becomes that, and that's why he lies to her. Okay. But you don't think it that I see I think obviously he didn't know what was gonna happen, but even right. Even before they got captured by the fireflies, I think in his head he's like, "I just I don't I don't want to lose I I don't want whatever happens at the hospital to change our relationship because I value that I already, already lost Sarah once he refers to Sarah, um, mm-hmm. and I think in his head he's just thinking I don't want to I don't want to lose Ellie too or have her change in such a way that she doesn't want to be with me anymore so he, he's trying to give the idea of going back and all that other stuff so I I think. It, I think even earlier it's a point of selfishness. I, but I, all right, I th- I can see what you're saying there. Like, that, I mean, that is a huge fear for a parent. Absolutely, what it if is. My kid, what if my kid, you know, changes to the point where they don't like me anymore or they don't want anything to do with me anymore? Like, and, and 
that's a i mean that is terrifying like absolutely uh, but i don't think self-preservation is his primary motivating factor i think that it might be there self-preservation might be there i mean certainly he doesn't want to lose a daughter again mm-hmm. i mean I, but i can't blame him for that i mean the first time they lost a daughter you know it was it was despair enough to try to take his own life so what was losing a second daughter do to him uh, uh, but I, I don't i think self-preservation piece is there i don't think it's the the dominant piece i think there is genuine care for ellie and and what she is feeling and, and could feel in the future uh, oh, and i think yeah. that's i think that's bigger than the self-preservation piece but i don't think self-preservation piece is non-existent oh. and i don't oh, think yeah, it's no. a villainous I, I mean, act either no no i mean he he certainly cares for ellie i i, I don't want to make it seem like he doesn't care for ellie at all or anything mm-hmm. but i think he just he wants he want he likes kind of the relationship right he understands the trauma she's gone and he doesn't want that to change and so he knows what ellie wants but he's going to try and convince try try and try to say hey look Let's give it up, let's head out, right? Or mm-hmm. let's try to try to get out of it so he can keep this relationship because he values it um, probably more than anything. So would you consider it selfish when Ellie did it to Riley? Uh, explain a bit more. So Ellie says to Riley, don't go. And, and Riley just says, okay. Yeah, that, that, that's a bit selfish, yeah. But that's what Riley wanted too. To not go? Yeah. She immediately agrees. Yeah. But that doesn't, that doesn't make Ellie any less selfish for wanting it. I mean, yeah, Riley wanted it, but Ellie wanted it because she she wanted it. She didn't think it was best for Riley to stay or anything. Even even if Riley agrees, it doesn't make it any less selfish to me. Um, but Ellie doesn't even agree in this context either. For well, Joel. she 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 doesn't agree right now. She does tell him, you know, after we do this, I'll go I'll go anywhere you want with you. You know, this is, I mean, this is, this is also the same kid, don't forget, who was like, I figure you deserve a choice. And, and she's like, let's go. And she shoves the bag into Joel's hands. I mean, she clearly wants to be with Joel. Like, this is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I don't you think to a certain extent he's giving her what she wants or offering her the possibility of getting what she wants? He, he, is, he is giving Ellie <clears throat> what she wants before they get to the fireflies. Yeah, he still is, but he's. He's trying. He's 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 hoping that he he's being nice. Like he is still giving her what she wants. But he, I'm just saying that he still has that. Like it's in him that he wants to turn back, and he's just trying. He's trying to convince her, right? Obviously, he could try to force her and be like, "No, we're turning. We're turning back around, right?" Mm-hmm. And try to force her back. He doesn't. Do I that. mean, he could like, just do it. He just be I like, know, "I'm not. I know. I'm not going forward. I'm. I'm I turning back." Yeah, I know. He he could try to do that. He probably thinks Ellie might still go for it anyway on her own. Who knows? Um, I think she would try to go on her own, but I just think throughout the whole episode, there's a big selfish theme in Joel throughout that a lot of the decisions he does throughout has selfish undertones, and I, I think even still for the beginning segment. I'm, but uh, but I think that if if you're gonna say that, mm-hmm. then every act of love is selfish because all of no. it is is an act of love. His his offer to no. go back is an act of love. It's, it's no, not... not every act of love is selfish. Well, like, that's what you're saying, though. No, I'm not saying. Well, I'm saying what he's doing to try to get him to go back is selfish. I don't think every act of love is selfish. Like he's he selfishly wants to go back and just have a quiet life with her. Yeah, but why is that selfish? 
because it's what he wants, not what Ellie wants. And but he's he, not making her do it. He's offering he's not, it. He's not, but he's trying. He's trying to get her to. He, I, like I said, that's why I think he brings up. Now I, th- I think you're right also in the way that he brings up the suicide. And I think there's other reasons why you know he's thinking of Sarah a lot. But I, I, I feel that he brings up the suicide attempt as a way to kind of. Because he, he even tries to explain the lesson of it to Ellie of like, she takes it as time heals all wounds, but he goes, no, like time did not heal it. So I think he's. He's trying to show you this how much you mean to me. Just saying, you know, <laughs> you know, after all, just so I, we don't well, going forward. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, like, to me, and it's only it's only probably because I've experienced it. Like, parental love is the least selfish love that there is. <laughs> like, it, like most of the time, it's humiliating and debilitating, and it is exhausting uh and it's all for someone else it's 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 a completely selfless kind of love i mean that you it's not without its benefits of course like if it was uh, if, if it had no benefits you it would never it wouldn't work so i'm not trying to say every like act of love is selfish like i don't i'm trying i'm trying to think of like What's, what's but, what, like, but, like when, they're, when they're walking down the road and like the way Joel's talking to Chef Boyardee, like none of that's selfish. That's just him trying to cheer her up, showing your stuff. I don't think that comes from any sort of selfish place in his heart or anything, but I, I do think mm-hmm. quite a few of the instances that Joel does to Ellie are selfish in this episode because he he, he wants her to turn back, even though he kind of knows she doesn't want to. But he's, he's trying to and, and he's being respectful about it. I don't think he's mm-hmm. like I don't think he's like he's fine with everything he's done. I don't think what he's done is outrageous i mean once we get to the firefly building then i'm kind of i'm kind of you know now now i'm in disagreement with joel i don't think what he's doing is egregious or anything but i do think there's a little bit of like he, he wants her to turn back he's just trying to maybe convince her to like there's a there's want. a metaphor here that it's not lost on me that that there, there's a metaphor here of being unwilling to let your kids you know go do yeah. their thing mm-hmm. right holding on too tightly to them there's, I, it's not lost on me. I understand it. I get that it's there. I, if, I think this is a really extreme way to illustrate that metaphor, though, because this is life and Probably. death. Yeah, this is, yeah. this isn't. This is life and death. Oh, this is well, PTSD. Your kids, your kids might say it's life and death too, Mister Sal. <laughs> no, he he's viewing it as life and death. I know. Not her. I mean, she. I mean, she might view it as life and death, but, but this is you know this is saving humanity. You know, which I mean, yeah, fine. It, it's, are there kids who if if you kind of let them go and do their thing do they come up with a, a cure for uh, for cordyceps it, it may be and, and that's that's certainly a, a possibility and, and it doesn't happen if you hold on to them too tightly i get i get all that i do think that in this case this is not him holding on too tightly he's not being paranoid because he's right like they are going to kill her well yeah so it's just but she still wants to go i think it's just He's just trying to convince her. That's all I'm saying. Like, he's just it, it's a self. He's just trying to convince her to see his, just kind of agree to his viewpoint. He's not very pushy about it, but he tries to subtly try to convince her <laughs> to turn back. Okay. That's, that's all. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure. I'm sure there's an element of it that's like, this is what I want, so I'm going to see if she wants it too. But I, I don't think that's any more selfish than than the lingerie store with Ellie and Riley. Like, this is what I want. Let's see if she wants it too. No, I think it's different. I th- I think this is a bit more because this is what like the whole point of the journey has kind of been. Like he knows how much this means to Ellie to kind of 
it's almost like a purpose <laughs> to her. Like this is this is pretty big. Well, for her. but okay, what what makes you say that? That Ellie wants to go to the like Firefly uh building. Right. Throughout the series, she's kind of pointed at like she wants to get there. She always they're always been moving towards that. And then even when they're at I don't think um, she ever seems Jackson. excited about it. Okay. Well, I mean if anything the, she's... I mean the way she replies I mean her reply alone should be fine when she when right after the draft scene. Yeah, no I says we have to finish it. We finished what we started. Yeah, no, I, uh, yeah. And if she had all the information, if she was told we're going to kill you and strip your brain of whatever is in there, like if she, she probably would still say that's fine, but she should be told that. Well, that, well that's a whole different thing. I'm not getting, yeah, I I'm not getting into once to get to that. Yeah, that's, that's a whole different thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think, I think we would agree to disagree here though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. So, uh, so, so your favorite scene was the draft scene. Yeah. And mine is the scene that follows with Joel admitting uh, right. he tried to kill himself. Look at that. Pretty, clo- pretty close yeah. scenes there. Yeah. Does, that, does, that, does that draft scene encompass the scene, like the them talking? No, I think that's okay. a different scene. Yeah, me too. I, I just wanted to make sure. So I guess there is a scene in between, but there you go. What a, what a, is there a scene in between? Well, if you count that as different, then yeah, it's a scene in between. Wait, I, you might have, I think, I think it's there's nothing in between now. your favorite scene and my favorite scene. I that's what I'm think. saying. So when they're talking after seeing the giraffe, yeah, about turning back, that's part of your favorite scene. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so, okay, okay. so they see the giraffe and they're talking. They're still on the balcony. That's all. Yeah, and then, like, yeah, then they run yeah, to the other yeah, spot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then look at that. Look at how we can interpret this ending differently, Mr. Sal. You, you've that's... been right with saying that. Two people could watch this series and like it for completely different reasons. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> this last this last half of the season we've disagreed. I know. I know. Yeah, not since right. in, not since uh Endurance Survive, right? Endurance we... Survive. Yeah, we were both on the same boat for that. And since yeah. then we've 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 diverted. <laughs> yeah. It's like three from actually and one and two as well. So three and four were like the oh no, no. Sorry, one. So two, three, four were like the only places no two three four five, five? yeah two three four five yeah. were the only places where we kind of lined up yeah, look at that beautiful beautiful series well mr sal is there anything else you want to say before we get into the recap? i mean there's so much but we can we should just start recapping <laughs> we'll start recapping we'll or like very long. rapid fire recapping okay okay that's fine <laughs> We start off with the Anna stuff. We kind of already talked about it. I mean, so I don't know if you mm-hmm. really want to cover over it. What, what I will say is, you know, she gives birth, cuts the umbilical cord after she's already been bitten. And later, Marlene and co arrive. Um, she lies to Marlene, saying Ellie was born and the umbilical cord was cut before she was infected. Right. Uh, Marlene accepts this, whether or not she believes that, you know, yeah. you, can, <laughs> you can take that up for debate. Um, yeah. But, you know, she has Marlene finish her off. Marlene does. And she'll also take Ellie to Boston. So there you go. So the, you have this person, uh, Ellie being handed to this person who should have all the investment in the world in her, right? Yeah. Who should, who should, who should basically almost love her yeah. as a parent. Right. That's almost the closest thing to her. But she immediately ditches her. Uh, which is the opposite of what Mizan and Druckmann said. So uh, uh, to give to give them you know fair 
shout here. They they they're saying they she recognizes that it's not safe with her, and the safest thing for Ellie is to go to Fedra. So that's yeah, what that's what they say. The, but the way I school. the way I see this is uh, I like the juxtaposition of Ellie is born and is given to this woman who should want to be her mother because her actual mother was her best friend, right? That's that's a that's a rough call. <laughs> I walked into a room and I'd kill my best friend and I became a father. Like, yeah, right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But she's she's got all the investment in the world in Ellie, and well, does... I mean, military school is pretty good for her. Oh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> um, and uh, and, so, and then meanwhile, later, not meanwhile, later, can't say meanwhile and later, later, you know, she is <laughs> entrusted to Joel, who is the exact person who you would not want to entrust her to because he has no emotional attachment to her at all and really doesn't have any interest in keeping her safe until Tess dies um, and yet he's the one who ends up you know, in, in love with her and, and trying to save her whereas Marlene is willing to sacrifice her I, that is true. I, do, I do love the two dynamics between the two but perhaps oh man it's just so it's, it's such a good such a good dilemma <laughs> uh, it's good. It's good. But no, I, anyway, I, I didn't I mean to bring the dilemma that. back up. I just no, wanted no, to point out that juxtaposition. Right. I think you're right, though. Joel certainly loves Ellie much more than Marlene does, even yeah. though Marlene is put in a position where seemingly that you know she should be loving Ellie more. And that's not to say that Marlene doesn't love Ellie. No, um, and she and she says, you know, I'm yeah. like the only other person who can possibly understand what you're going yeah. through. And well, you know, and she she, she did tell us in the very too. first episode. That she put her in Fedra, and that you know, the, and Ellie asks, "Are you my mother?" Like so. Anyway. Yeah. Well, uh, Joel and Ellie, we we, we cut back from Anna walking along the highway. We already spoke about this as well, but Ellie's seems very traumatized. She's not. She's kind of out of it. Uh, meanwhile, Joel's kind of putting a lot in, not getting a lot back out. You know, but he's, he's trying to be fatherly. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> We're being fatherly or putting a lot in that. No, put a lot in not getting a lot back out. It's a really great illustration of the type of love that parental love is. Like, no, I agree. I think especially as a person when you have younger children, like yeah. you're, and even when they get older, I mean you you're, you you kind of love your children unconditionally. And I mean they're children, they don't understand, like <laughs> they don't value it as much. Like that's just the way kids are. Like depends on the kid, but yeah. It doesn't matter on the kid, you're right. Yeah. I think typically kids don't value it as much. As the parent does, but it, it depends on a case by case basis. Um, but they go, they go to do the the usual plan of scaling a high building to scope out the area. Uh, <laughs> that's that's pretty good. And as Ellie gets up, she pushes down the ladder and rushes because she's found something. It's a giraffe. No How did she see this? This is a pretty long walk from where they I were. I know. I, I my assumption is that like. Like a window or something she saw like the yeah. like the body of it or something like the, oh maybe yeah maybe just like a neck of it mm-hmm. what, what did you think of this but just asking the drafts before before the scene went any like further well my, my initial response is what the hell and then i you know thought about it tomorrow. i'm like well yeah there are zoos and like the the people are gone well, the monkeys got out the monkeys got out yeah i guess it makes sense so I mean I I don't know what the climate is like in Salt Lake City, but it's uh drafts, drafts hanging around. I guess so. They love salt water. It was really drafts. cool. I mean, just a very cool scene. Drafts are pretty amazing. Yeah, they're long tongues. And yeah, and we were, <laughs> we spoke about the scene. It's your favorite scene. Yeah. Um. So you know they they have their conversation. 
Uh, we then get them going down to the medical camps, and then we get to my favorite scene mm-hmm. of uh, Joel discussing his attempted suicide. Uh, and but they they ended off with you know they're glad to have each other, um, but onward they must go, and they get back into the joke book. Ellie's mm-hmm. cracking some, as Joel puts it, bad jokes, and they're just three out of ten. <laughs> Yeah, zero to three out of ten, and their distraction leads to their capture uh, from the fireflies. So we get. I mean, it's hard to call it a capture since that's where they were going anyway. I don't know why they didn't just come out and say, "Hey, Ellie, Joel." (laughs) Well, they didn't know who Joel. We found you. They didn't really know him. Yeah, I mean, they don't. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, they don't know exactly what they're dealing with, but they they figure it out. Well, Joel's passed out, and Marlene. Joel wakes up in a room with Marlene, and there's some guards. Uh, She's. She says that Ellie is fine, and she's amazed that Joel got here, right? We all owe you, Joel. You can't see Ellie, though. We're prepping her for surgery, since she's the only person that we know of that has this condition. Now, I'm going to say this. Um, I don't know if in the game she ever says that she's the only person that has this. Uh, there's a recording in the game of, like, a scientist basically out. It's like, you find recordings in the game. In, okay. in the recording... It's like a doctor that was examining Ellie or something. And basically, you know, he's amazed. Like, oh, yeah, she seems to be, you know, immune. And this is like a huge step, blah, blah, blah. And some people, I think, who played the game interpreted that person as not talking about Ellie. But I think very clearly that person is talking about Ellie. Because basically, the ver- at the very end of this episode, when they're driving back in the car, same thing yeah. in the game. Joel lies saying there's a lot of people like you, dozens. They gave up on a cure. He says the same line in the games. And some people, I think, believed him. They were like, oh, yeah. So what Joel did wasn't that. Like, they were kind of using it to defend Joel. Oh, I uh, see. But I, no, I, I he's definitely see lying the there. <laughs> yeah, I kind of see the confusion because, like, it's just a recording. But I think the recording, is, especially if you listen to it, it's kind of obviously talking about LA's. But I don't know. Whatever. I, I, I was pointing that out. Um, okay. I remember that was, like, I think a confusion. But. I'm, so I'm glad that they put this here. I was wondering if they were show recording her, what, uh, if she is the only person, and flat out said she's the only person they know of that has this. Um, basically, in theory, Ellie has like fake cordyceps that have grown in her brain as a child, and normal cordyceps think she already has it, so she's safe. They don't need to come after her. So right. Yeah. Them. I mean, you know, this is science hand waving. Fine. Yeah, Whatever. Wait to <laughs> the end. Wait, because soon yep. we'll get a video game. <laughs> yeah. fighting soon yeah i don't yeah. i don't care whatever yeah. it's, yeah, it's like, i i i'll buy whatever they sell yeah, yeah. Listen, and they'll buy it too because they want they want to care <laughs> who knows how <laughs> likely it is that they could do anything with this i like to imagine this head surgeon had no history of doing surgery like it's just like <laughs> someone who's really confident in themselves like yeah i think it's the brain like uh oh no i guess he didn't he didn't see Station Eleven, but there, there's a character basically like that in Station Eleven, <laughs> who ends up as a doctor, like in the post-apocalyptic world, but was definitely not a doctor. Yeah, just, just from sheer confidence. Well, it's not even so much confidence. It's just like thrust into the situation, so now has some experience, and then it just kind of leads to more experience. And so, yeah, well, good for them. arguably maybe the surgeon too. But long story short, they're gonna need to kill Ellie. This potential cure since cordyceps rose in the brain joel i really i was wondering if this would be your favorite scene because joel right here goes to basically almost the five stages of grief like he's he's mm. in slight denial for a moment um 
because he's the one that brings up the fact that cordyceps is in the brain. So I that yeah. is almost the denial. It's like, oh whoa. Then he goes okay. right into anger, right? He like stomps down. They and then he the just stays in anger forever. Mm, no, <laughs> well, get, yeah, he gets to the ground, and I would say it's both bargaining and depression. Mm-hmm. Where he's on the ground, yeah. kind of almost begging. Um, you know, he try. You know, he tries to. So yeah. surely he'll hit step five, where he'll accept it, like Marlene has, right? <laughs> right. And they go to escort him outside. What are you thinking at this point? So what, I mean, it, right I mean, it looks like he had out. accepted it for for a minute there, but so what, uh, what were you thinking? Did you think he accepted it, or did you think no? No, I was, I was like, at some point, he's going to turn on these guys. Like, it's yeah. okay. You called it a twist. It's the most. Um, I know. Yeah, you can tell he's going to start fighting them. I agree with that. It's it's what am I? What is the word I'm looking for here? Yeah, uh, it, it's. It's the, the, the twist, the, it, the twist that makes the more sense than any other twist in any movie or series ever. Like, yeah, you look back like at it like, well, of course he did this. Like, it's not, it's I like I, I'm not Shyamalan style twist, right? right. I don't think what, what, what I say twist is when you look at the series and you kind of look at the journey, you kind of might say, okay, Ellie and Joel have some plot armor because I did not think Joel did, so I, I really was a little not, surprised to see him well, make not, it out of this, but not not for the final episode. I'm saying throughout the whole season, right? But I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Going into the final episode, that they're both going to okay. make it to the final episode. They go, well, I think they'll get to the lab, and maybe Joel will die, um, but they're gonna they're gonna kind of accomplish their quest. I don't think there's ever a part in most people when they start looking at the series where they go, I think they're gonna get to the lab at the end, and Joel's gonna kill everyone to get Ellie out of there. <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't think that's no, why then no. lighter. Like it's just there's a lot of ways you might be able to predict how the series goes, but I don't think yeah. almost anyone would predict how it actually ends up ending right and i think in the way it ends i think it's beautiful and it's great you know like it's not even like a twist for the sake of being a twist it's very sensible um yeah yeah so that, that, that I, I will just say that i was more shocked that joel lied to her than i was that he shot everybody up all right that's fair well i really oh i mean yeah in the moment i think you could definitely tell that he's about to shoot everyone up but do you think going into this episode no, going into the episode, well, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. have known he had anything to lie about. So yeah, well, fair. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, fair. But, but if you had told me going into this episode, like, there, Joel's going to find out that in order to get the cure, they have to kill Ellie. I was like, oh, they're all dead. I would have said they're all dead. Then. That's fair. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. Joel, yeah. Joel kills them all. So the two guards, they're walking Joel out, but he turns on them. And man, he goes buck wild. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> while they might have military equipment, they don't have a Joel in video games. <laughs> Joel. So he just, he they, just, are, they are not first person in this video game. No, they, he, they are not the protagonist here. He goes through and he brutally gets some of them. Uh, he makes his way finally to the surgery room, shoots down the, the surgeon, who does who, who does point a scalpel at him. Right? So he's not, he's not completely... You know, he's not completely innocent surgeon. I, 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 I like I like the, the idea of, of coming out from the scalpel and Joel just swats away and just get out of here. Get out of here. Well, he makes, a point. He, ma- he makes an example of him. Yep. They give him Ellie. He escapes the parking garage where he runs into Marlene. Okay. So during this upcoming scene, it kind of cuts away, but I'm just going to explain the whole Marlene and Joel in the parking lot here. Marlene. Yeah, yeah, okay. And this is this is uh, I like what Marlene brought up here is you can't always keep Ellie safe. Okay, it's a broken right. world, and she could save it. And this isn't even an argument that I think either of us really made in this case. Um, 
because I don't even know if the cure is even gonna really help at this point. I think it will help people, but it's not gonna fix the world. No. Uh, I mean, maybe it's like a small step in a huge way of fixing the world, but the world's got a lot of other problems now too. Uh, Joel tries to tell Marlene that you know she can't decide what's better for Ellie, but neither can Joel. And in fact, Marlene's probably right that Ellie would want to sacrifice herself for the cause. Yeah, that's a really good point. But, well, this is where it cuts. But, we'll see. So we now know that Joel chose to keep Ellie. But continuing on what happens on, Joel shoots Marlene. And then puts Ellie in the backseat. Hears that Marlene is still alive. And she begs to be left alive. That she'll let him go. That'll be a... But Joel just can't let that happen. She just came after Ellie. So... He finishes her, mm-hmm. leaving the car, on the car ride back uh, to now, Jackson. Do you agree that a reasonable thing to do there, I mean, granted, he's already killed everybody, but a reasonable thing to do there would for, be for Joel to say, you're right, we'll wait till she wakes up and we'll ask her what she wants to do. It's not unreasonable. No, I think that's very reasonable. <laughs> I mean, that's not unreasonable. I mean, it's, like, it's kind of awkward. You've also so, killed all the people capable. Of right. Yeah. Right so, so, so uh, that's definitely that's definitely an issue. But, but this this is a kind of a, a turning point for me in the in the my the way I'm viewing Joel here. And, and honestly, I might be putting everything he does with the selfish like glass. I know I know what he does. That like, he lies and stuff. That. So <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm like looking at throughout the whole episode of putting the selfish tint on joel because this i mean this without a doubt he certainly is becoming (laughs) at this point yeah there's there's no excuse for anything from this point forward as soon as marlene says you don't get you don't get to say that either you know you can't keep her safe forever i know i don't get to say but neither do you uh as soon as she says that that should have triggered in joel damn you're right let's wait for her to wake up and we'll see what she says he goes no sorry sorry for killing your crew (laughs) <laughs> uh, like so ellie would you like to sacrifice yourself for the cure yes all uh, right sorry we don't have a surgeon I'll, anymore I'll, I'll leave you guys be though yeah sorry <laughs> no surgeon ellie Looks like you guys can't do it <laughs> no more brain surgeon hmm, must be hard to find him around <laughs> joel goes around hunting brain surgeons to kill them. you know it's funny because you've you've, <laughs> you've been like calling joel a monster for like this whole series i feel like you've been kind of grooming me in that way just toward this idea of well i i want i wanted to be in the back of the head probably a terrible even... word to use by the way sorry no, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> no, I, I get the context yeah it, it, i i think i think regardless of whether you agree or disagree with joe and i I, maybe, I think you disagree with me but i think what he does is monster like but just kind of just kind of how almost desensitized he is and just like right. it's a, it's a detachment the, the detachment yeah. like he kills them like and so, you know disarm people people that are already in the ground pretty injured and he gruesomely kills them it's it's just mm-hmm. even if you think he's justified which you know, there's some reasons he's justified that um he's still a monster in that way like just just the fact of how he can so easily kill people and feel he's like he's like bruce banner like yeah. <laughs> Wait, why is he like Bruce Banner? Because he went into Hulk oh. mode. Like he can't be, oh, called, you okay. know. He, yes. be so he's got, it. he's got, he's got monster-like qualities that are hidden under there. And when they come out, you're not yeah. going to stop him. But I don't think he is a monster. That's, I think that's up for debate. I, I, I don't think Bruce Banner's a monster. A monster, but you know, sometimes he's a monster. Okay, <laughs> I actually don't know Marvel very well, so. <laughs> <laughs> but. 
Yeah, yeah, I definitely did. I was just trying to. I, I every time I brought it up, I was thinking about the fact of what he will go on to do. Yeah, I figured in this possible scene. <laughs> but I think, I think, I think it's good to point out some of that stuff along the way. Absolutely, no. I mean, I've done it to you in yeah. lots of series up to this point. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think it's important to highlight. And I also think that the show kind of did. The game, I think, highlights a lot better of how much kind of like killing machine Joel is, mostly because you're playing as Joel. Yeah, and I imagine. You're constantly killing other people. Like, yeah. so many other people. Before you even meet Ellie, you've killed oodles of people. Because the, the very first <laughs> person that you're going to <laughs> about like this whole car battery thing. Yeah. Is. <laughs> And it was about guns. It was supposed to be different in the game, but you kill a bunch of his guys. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, you've kind of already shown that you're willing to kill a bunch of people. And the show hasn't shown that as much, which is fine. Cause it, it wouldn't be enjoyable if we kept getting these Joel action sequences <laughs> going through. Like, oh, it would be terrible. So, yeah, I get that. But I think it's also important to, I, I think it's important to see Joel's capacity. Because it, it kind of just makes him a little scarier in that way. That's like, yeah, well, yeah, the sweet, the sweet love he has towards Ellie and what he's willing to do to, to keep it, even if he's in the right, just just that length of just you know, he'll kill a dozen people and he's not very apologetic mm-hmm. about it and then he'll lie about it because <laughs> he wants to keep Ellie, yeah. So, yeah. Um, and in the car ride back, uh, Ellie comes to inside a hospital gown, no less, and you know, <laughs> Joel spins a little bit of yarn, you know, a, a bit of a tall tale, but for the most part, yeah. it's accurate. You know, the, the, the doctors couldn't make any of it work. That's technically accurate now because he, <laughs> he killed that surgeon. <laughs> they stopped looking for a cure. Technically accurate. Well, these these specific people have, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. These specific people have stopped looking for a cure. I would have loved it if he was trying to be technically correct <laughs> the whole time. Um, oh, yeah. Now, see, the, the, I would have felt much more conflicted about it. Yeah, if, yeah. If, <laughs> if he, everything he said was true, but clearly unveiling yeah, like the whole truth. Yeah, very, very obviously. But and he does lie that there were other people like Ellie, dozens of them they had, but yeah, you know, they couldn't make that work. Uh, sorry, you don't have any clothes or your supplies. Raiders attacked the hospital. I barely got you out, and a lot of people got hurt. It include it. It even seemingly includes that Marlene got hurt based on his silence. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and Ellie seems pretty upset about the whole, you know, circumstance of the car ride. Uh, and Joel apologizes again. The car eventually breaks down. So they have a five-hour hike left to go. While they're hiking, it's kind of reminiscent to the beginning of the episode. Ellie's quiet. Joel's just kind of reminiscing. I mean, he's he's the one putting a lot into it. Uh, yeah, he's not reading the room very well. He keeps talking about Sarah. No, he ah, does. That's- that's yeah, not a good idea. Would like here. each other, right? You guys would like each yeah. other. Yeah. She used to, she, 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 she would hike with me like this. She'd be indifferent to it, but you guys, you guys would be friends. And Joel, Joel just seems to be loving the fact that he's got Ellie. But Ellie, I don't know. There's a lot of things you'd be thinking about what's going through Ellie's head at this point. Um, she probably doesn't believe Joel, and she's probably wondering what happened and how much she cares about him at this point. Who knows? But before the episode ends, they get a nice view of Jackson before they go in. Ellie talks about the first person she killed, Riley. Uh, talks about their time together. We kind of heard it, and she's yeah, I, I had wondered if we were ever going to see this, but uh, she explains it well enough here. So. Yeah, she goes through lots of other people who she's kind of lost along the way now, like Tess and Sam and other people yeah. who've been infected. But Joel cuts her off. 
right? Trying to, and, and, I, I, I don't think what he's saying is a bad point. But you know, sometimes you feel like you're at the end, and you just gotta, gotta, you gotta keep going. Find something new to fight for, right? Get through it. But Ellie cuts her off, or cuts him off, and just wants to check and to swear that everything Jill said about the fireflies is true and accurate. And mm-hmm. Joel swears it. And Ellie takes a bit of time to process it, and she accepts it with an okay. Mm-hmm. Which so. it actually is, is really, I don't want to even name the series, but it's very eerily similar to another series that we've covered. One of my favorite series uh, yeah. where you know, you're presented <laughs> with a situation. Now, in this situation, you know this is clearly a lie, and Ellie's just buying it, right? But the other uh, in that, I know they in that situation, true. you don't know if it's a lie or the truth, and the other person just accepts it. This is just the way it. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, so, uh, so I did love that that bit of ending there. Um, you know, it, I did when she kind of laid it out there like this. I, I felt like the reason she's telling him about Riley and her, and in fact, she had to kill Riley. And she's talking about Tess. She's talking about Sam. She's gonna kill it, Joel. No, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think so. Maybe I don't know, but uh, I feel like it's trying to give him context before she asks him, "Is it true that cordyceps cordyceps has taken everything from her, and she had an opportunity to eliminate get it. cordyceps?" Yeah, uh, so it does matter to her whether this is true or not. So, anyway. Um, I did have that thought. The other thing, the thought that I had when she was talking about Riley was, oh, wait a minute. Riley said that Riley was recruited by Marlene. So Marlene knew Ellie prior to this. Mm-hmm. And when Riley tried to get Ellie involved with the Fireflies, Marlene said no. And now we kind of understand why a lot better. Mm-hmm. Because she put Ellie in the, into Fedra to protect her, to keep her out of the Fireflies. Yeah. So that was interesting. Dangerous work. And I, I, you know, I, I wonder if, if Joel was honest with Ellie here, how it would change the ending. Like, ah, I would be upset. That's a question. But would, yeah. would Ellie still stick with Joel? I mean, damage is already done. Is she going to go look for a brain surgeon? It's going to be a race to a brain surgeon. I, I don't know. I don't know. But that's not the ending we got. No, I know. This is the I, we got. So yeah, I know I like I've, I've, I've come down on Craig Mason pretty hard in this episode, <laughs> in, in this uh, coverage here. But I did love. I did love what he said in the interview after the episode here on HBO. When he said, "Time doesn't really heal anything; it just makes things fade." But people, yeah. he- but people heal things, uh, and so we understand why Joel did what he. Uh, uh, we understand why Joel did it, and we understand why Ellie would not have wanted him to do it. So, uh, which is that's a great summary. That, that is perfect, actually. It's really good. No, so. you're right. So, oh man, this is. I'm so glad that the series came out. I mean, this has yeah. been. I've I've greatly enjoyed watching it. I've loved seeing scenes from the game come to fruition. That torture scene last episode. Oh, right? for God's sake! <laughs> Just like 13 year old Kurt thought. Ah, yeah, it's been good. It's been good. Well, I'm, I'm glad you you've matured a little bit since last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Oh. <laughs> That other action sequence wasn't half bad either. But, Mr. Sal. <laughs> yeah. Before we get into any, like, because we still have the recap next week, but before we even get yeah. into any. I know where you're going with this, thing, and I don't like it. You want to check the time? I guess. All right. Oh. 
it's TV time. Mm. <laughs> Ain't no time like a TV time. Well, the people certainly gave it a five. The question now just remains. Do the people give it a five on TV time? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Why is, it, why is it not opening, though? It's not loading. Well, we'll be trying to load it. Oh, here we go. Okay. I got it. 85%. Okay. 85%. What percent was one? 1%. Okay. So the question is, I'm assuming only Joel and Ellie are votable characters still? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Joel and Ellie. I'm changing what? mine, by the way. From what I originally had. But I think you said Joel. Oh, man. I think people said Joel and you said Joel. People did say Joel, and I did just change it to Joel. Yeah, yeah. Only because I, Ellie was absent for quite a bit of the episode. Here, yeah, here, here's why I put Joel over Ellie. I, I think Ellie's the showcase for trauma is really good, right? Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. But they're just it, it's just, this episode to me is a lot just central around joel because yeah you're right ellie's absent and it's about the decisions and things joel does and kind of the quandary he kind of puts himself in as to now yeah the lying part we talked about but at what point has he gone too far if right we both agree he's gone too far we we disagree at what point but it, it's just it, you know is you know thought process throughout it and whatnot but i, I will still say yeah, ellie was still really great too um, but I forgot to pick one. I will pick Joel for this episode. What was the percentage on TV time between Joel? It and was eighty-eight percent. Eighty-eight percent, Joel. Yeah, yeah. People love Joel. Yes. <laughs> can I so can I ask why you voted Ellie originally? Is, is it because uh, it was because yeah, it was because I I just thought it was such a really a brilliant display of of the trauma she would be experiencing uh, and the PTSD she would be experiencing uh, had she been in that situation and so i think her reaction uh, after like she comes mm-hmm. back from the hospital is also great oh yeah absolutely so I, I i do think that like pound for pound that's a bad analogy minute for minute time, yeah time time yeah. like time and episode ellie. quality density is ellie to, to me but she's missing from a huge chunk of the episode so all right well reasonable so mr sal well i was shocked by this being like one of the shortest episodes of the season too it was very short, yeah. <laughs> I was pretty shocked. I thought they were going to get into a fight with, like, Infected or something. Yeah. Too, in this episode. I, I, you fight Infected all the time in the games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the way you get captured by the Fireflies is that you were fighting Infected and, like, uh-huh. you fall somewhere. I, I don't remember, but... Yeah. Whatever. That's fine. The, the show's not even all about the Infected. Glad glad to see that they're, they didn't use it like a crutch or something. Uh, let's look at your predictions for last week. <laughs> will not get Ellie to the lab. Wrong. You, you, yeah, you heel turn on that. You you jumped off that hype train at the wrong time. <laughs> Last minute. Unbelievable. <laughs> but you would have gotten all the credit. Uh, so, Joel will die right at the end. A second of some sort in the sake of Ellie. He seemed not to believe in it, but mm, wrong. He, he, he is, his humanity died. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm kidding. No, it's fine. None of the major characters. You're right. Hey. Sal will cry. Nope. False. <laughs> Kurt will cry false. No season one, Riley. True. I mean, they mentioned yeah. it, but you don't show her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Not so good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I will tell I, you, like, watching the first, I made a lot of those predictions after the first episode, right? And, yeah. and, 
And after that first episode, I really felt like I was going. This was just going to be all right. It's a video game. It's going to be very predictable. That's 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 and, why I think so good about the ending. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is. It is. And all along the way, too. Honestly, this is this did not, except for that scene, <laughs> it did not feel like a video. Oh no! And uh, the scene just outside of Kansas City. Oh yeah, that, yeah, the whole scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the museum scene. So basically, anything with the clickers and the scene where, where <laughs> the Joel is. Sequences. Yeah. Uh, but that, what's that like three scenes four scenes really it wasn't very much yeah. so yeah it, i mean it, it didn't feel like a video game to me and, and uh yeah I, i'm super impressed by that but looking yeah, forward now great job of that um i love the way i basically every edition they made I, I liked over the games i mean my i think my only complaint really was the way they killed Tass in episode two? I oh, I, I like I, the game way more. I can't imagine liking the game more than that. That that I thought was perfect, but eh, I mean, maybe I'll change my mind on that. And then there's there's some stuff they left out with Sam and Henry, but I, I don't think you could put that all in. But maybe uh, I I would not want them longer. to change any of the Sam and Henry stuff. That was I I I think the I'll say the the part they omitted that I really liked was the fact when Sam, or sorry when Henry, left Joel behind, uh, mm. later to save him. But I I think it yep. showcases how much, just how much Sam means to him so much so that he's not even gonna risk the extra like five seconds or ten right. seconds it is to right. help Joel up because. That's ten seconds that could get Sam killed, and he's not having right. that happen. And I mean, they already mm-hmm. showed how much of Sam and Henry, how important they are to each other. But yep. I, I, yeah, so, but they they did a great job. All these additions they made. I mean, the the suicide thing in this episode, and showing the Anna thing in the beginning. Long, long time was really great. I mean, oh, I, I guess we'll go over these episode specific stuff as we get to yeah. recap. It is really cool how much of the original of the cast from the game they got involved in this series. They, yeah, they really did get a lot. It's of really involved. pretty cool. They yeah. got Tommy Joel, actor, Joel. They got Joel. Tommy. They got Ellie. They got Tommy. They got Marlene. Hey, Marlene. Marlene is Marlene. Yeah, Marlene is Marlene. Yeah, yeah. just like Marlene too. Yeah. Well, I hope so. <laughs> it's her. Uh, so yeah. So and it's like, funny uh, when I look at Ellie, I I, I could kind of tell if she looks like Ellie in the game. Like I I feel like she looks somewhat like her. Yeah. Like Anna. It's so. interesting. Interesting. Know. That might so, be me putting that on there. Yeah. But, so so it was it was really good. I'm glad I'm glad we watched it. I I there there's stuff in here that will stay with me forever. It was so good. Yeah um because some of it has stuck with me i think about it mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a good series season two they don't have a release date for that <laughs> no, a year. who knows when i'm but, it'll, it'll, at least a year hbo is always at least, least a year yeah if not yeah. longer we'll we'll have to see but it was a resounding success for him so i'll tell you one theme that i'm looking for in season two what is that what is the cost of lies <laughs> so the 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 main theme of chernobyl craig mason's other hbo series uh i am looking for it in season two because this relationship is now built on a very big lie mm. well so. time will tell for that but i mean we're still gonna be back next week with our recaps we'll probably talk a bit more about anything of that nature and also recapping the series as a whole and talking right. about some of the characters that we've certainly lost along the way. And <laughs> so many. It. So many that we've lost. So I'll, I'll ask you, Michelle, if there's anything else you want to say 
before. Well, I just mentioned I just mentioned Chernobyl, and I I want to make sure that we we uh, advertise for ourselves here. We just dropped our coverage of episode one of Chernobyl on Monday of this week, so uh, you can look forward to. There are only five episodes of that, so it's really short to watch. Our coverage five episodes plus a recap. So for the next six weeks, we'll be we'll be covering uh, Chernobyl, which is I mean, if you like The Last of Us. Check that out because you'll, you'll it's like also Chernobyl, Craig Mason. Yeah, it's very, very well made. We're how to check out Chernobyl. We just finished up Watchmen as well. So if you're if you're in the uh, Lindelof mood, you should check that out because we also got Miss Davy about a month away. So you wait on that. But think things are coming up and about. And once Last of Us here concludes after the recap, we're getting back into season six of Lost to finish what we started. Because that's what we have to do, Mr. Sal. We, <laughs> we finished what we started. started. We finished what we started here. That's right. All right. We don't we don't get there and then kill everyone. <laughs> Not you and me. We don't do that. We don't do that. We finished what we started. So we will finish that. So thank you, listeners, for listening. Um, we'll be back next week with the recap. In the meantime, check out that other content. Subscribe, five star reviews, sharing the podcast. It's all appreciated. It was I, I don't really have anything else to say, Mr. Sal. Um, so people are making apocalypse jokes like there's no tomorrow. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.